What's up, y'all? You guys will be happy to know that the Karens and Kins have returned. Yeah, this Karen, we were doing some concrete work on my house. And we put up our fence back up. And this Karen came and looked in the fence. And she left the fence she didn't leave it open but it wasn't closed all the way and the wind blew it open and my dog could have got out luckily my husband came back home so now we have to get a lock for the fence which we gotta get a lock for a fence you know i don't know y'all i mean i'm not what i did these are the actions i took so i got a mirror and i put up there that we see you because I think they must think that if they walk away from my camera that I can't see them but my camera pans around that's number one number two I definitely we're definitely gonna lock for our gate number three uh you know I am definitely saving all these videos because if I have to like get a restraining order or stalking on these people I'm gonna have to do that Number four, I definitely said a prayer against these monitoring spirits because sometimes, you know, you get monitoring spirits and you have to, you have to come against that because people be watching and plotting and they attach to you and I strongly believe in that. So that was something I definitely did today because, you know, in life, when you're trying to do things, you always going to have some people around, especially when you are in places where sometimes people don't feel like you're supposed to be, you know. And it's unfortunate, but unfortunately, as long as I've lived in the suburbs, I've had to deal with these kind of people, these idiots, you know. And it's sad, but this is it's the stupid world we live in. I still say they're privileged problems at the, at the end of the day because I'm still getting to live wherever I want. And, you know, it could be so much worse. Is it a pain in my side? Yes. Would I like to do so many other things? Yes. But I'm going to put it in God's hands. I'm like, God, you got this right. Because I'm not trying to catch no case beyond these people. But, uh, you know, it's, it's with the territory. As soon we'll be done with our backyard prayerfully and these people will be bored there'll be nothing else for them to see but i just knew because we got our nice little fancy fence up they were they had to come see what was going on back there because you know they're entitled enough to do this and like i said this isn't just this neighborhood i've lived in plenty of places where these people roll up what you doing in there what's going on like they feel entitled is this it's a privileged problem y'all it's annoying um, you should not have to deal with that, absolutely, but as long as there's entitled people in this world, it's just something that happens, but pray over yourselves, you know, I definitely continue to pray over me and my family, I know we'll be straight, I'm not worried about too much, I know that God got me, because God ain't trying to see me locked up behind these people, I know, I just know he's not, but other than that, y'all, after I went around and 
put my mirror, put this little rearview mirror on my gay that says, we see you with a smiley face. And then I order me like a no trespassing sign and with like a camera thing too. So all that's going to be up. So at that point, if they start really doing some stuff, we have signage and stuff. You really, you really trying to go to, to court at this point. Um... Hopefully it doesn't come to that, but I'm willing to take it there. I mean, you know, you got to use the legal system, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'm just glad our dog didn't get out and it could have been a lot worse, but I'm just shaking my head, y'all. It's just annoying. But other than that, I wish I had something cool in my backyard that they can even want to see. Like, I can see if I was, like, growing a marijuana field or something cool. But I have nothing back there. There's nothing back there to see except for my deck being taken out. I think they think we're going to build something we're not supposed to. You know, they're waiting for some reason to try to say, you guys are, are um, in violation. They, they're waiting to come do that. But it's like, you better buy a drone. You better not be opening up my gate. I know that much. Man, the booby traps that I would love to set in that yard. I'm just giving it to God, though, for now. Uh, no, for always. For always, Lord. Um, I cast my cares on you. But other than that, I went to the gym today. Took talk to my mom and my sisters. Ranted about that. Um life y'all and just everything that's going on in it um nothing I can't handle but other than that I really what happened in the news let's see there was elections today um the guy Daniel Craig or whatever his name was down in Tennessee that uh was in charge of not getting uh Breonna Taylor's the cops like prosecuted he lost his his election today so that was a good thing this crazy old 75 year old teacher sentenced to 10 years for repeatedly sexually assaulting a 14 year old boy in the school basement former Wisconsin teacher was sentenced to 10 years in prison for repeatedly sexually assaulting a 14 year old in the basement of a private Baptist school um the decade long upon her release she'll be supervised in the uh, for 15 years she was accused of forcing the 14 year old student to repeatedly engage in sex authorities say the disturbing acts took place in the basement academy during 2016 to 2017 in august she was found guilty of 25 counts of sexual assault with a child Enforcement, exposing genitals, exposing intimate parts, and intimidation of the victim. And I'm telling you, if y'all see this old lady, she looks disgusting. So Jeezy, the rapper, sat down with Nia Long and he opened up about his divorce from Jenny Mai. Because people are so concerned about this divorce. Let's see. A man gets to the point where they're just like, okay, I'm filing for divorce integrity intact I, I could never say anything that would Just not honor somebody that absolutely was. but i can tell you that this has not been a easy journey right um i could tell you that i'm saddened i can mm -hmm. tell you that i'm disappointed 
I can tell you that I'm uneasy, mm. like, but again, like, God has put me in a different path, and that path is going to entail for me to take care of myself and to love myself and to be in the best situation that I can thrive as someone who's been through all the things that I've been through. It's kind of something you can't explain. Yeah, you can't. The real thing is like, you know, I don't like to fail in anything. What happens when a man gets to the point where they're just me either? You know, and, I don't want to lose. I don't want to fail. You know, I don't want to fail. Especially when I know what you've poured in. What? And, you know, as I sit across from you, like I can only be responsible for myself. True. You know, and I can only do um, what I can do, right? And I can't expect someone else to do what I'm doing. But did you go to therapy with her? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Right. So you actually addressed it, tried to work through it, Mm -hmm. tried to do the work, Mm -hmm. and it just was, like, not happening. Well, then, shit, you tried. Me either. You know, and, I don't wanna... and... So yeah, um, I don't really know what Gigi. I know Gigi's a rapper, but I don't know him outside of that. But I don't know what he was expecting out of a marriage with Jeannie Mai. It didn't seem like uh, I don't know. Timberland's in hot water because he wanted to call Justin Timberlake to tell him to put a muzzle on Britney Spears after details on her memoir made headlines and the fans went after him so he apologized for saying that I wonder why Britney's so untouchable like why does people be like oh do something about Britney she's just a fragile girl because everybody else is up for grabs and I'm not saying that anybody shouldn't be going after people when they're in low places but let's be clear a lot of people that have been in low places the media goes after them and the fact that when it comes to Britney Spears it's kind of like don't don't go after Britney she's fragile I just wonder why she's protected so much let's see see what else we got y'all Yeah. See what else news is going on. Patrick Dempsey made People's Sexiest Man Alive in 2023. If you don't know who he is, he's McSteamy or no McDreamy. He was McDreamy in Grey's Anatomy. <sighs> Democrat Sherelle Parker elected as the first female mayor of Philly. Yeah, Daniel Carmen, he was in, he was running for Kentucky governor, and he didn't get one of the Central Park Five rent one of seat in New York Council City Council. The Central Park Five, one of the men that used to be a youth that were charged, went on the run for council. That's a good thing. Um. 
President Biden and Vice President Harris released statements after Ohio passes a ballot measure um, enshrining abortion protections. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> I was, the rapper Boosie said he was on a Delta flight seat 501 flight 501 seat AC coming from Atlanta to LA and his ankle monitor charter slipped off his leg it's either in Atlanta airport or LAX can you please bring him back to me $5,000 reward. I'm not trying to get in trouble. Send your contact pics of a charger by email. <laughs> Lucy, how is your ankle monitor charger slip off your leg, bro? Lucy cracked me up. Oh my gosh. Tyler Perry was on The View and Sarah Haynes says she met his mother through the film and he broke down in tears. Amen. I don't know why that made him cry, but because I mean Sarah Haynes don't know Tyler Perry or his mama from a can of paint. All right, y'all. Let me check one more news source. Ain't too much going on in the world. Of course, the genocide is still going on. More teachers having sex acts with kids. Russia's suffering setbacks across the Ukraine front line as rain stalled Putin's third wave. The rain is stalling his wave. One of the mothers whose daughter was killed in Uvalde school shooting loses bid for mayor. She would have made a good mayor. Yeah, there's a lot of elections and things like that, y'all. Nothing, nothing too exciting. Let's get into, let's see here. Get into these store, these reddits. Let's get into these reddits. First up, ask women. If you were bullied, did you ever want a genuine apology from your bully, even if it was years later? No. I can't even remember bullies. Somebody said, no, never. I would not stick around. No, I don't. No. 
I know it depends on your age and how bad you're bullied. I know young, a lot of young people still are mad at their bullies. What do you think of not doing things in public because of a fear of bothering others? I think it doesn't exist anymore because people do everything in public that's beyond annoying. Somebody said, I think we live in a society and being aware of how your actions affect others is polite. We used to live in that society. It's one of my pet peeves at work when people leave carts in the middle of the walkways. It happens all day, every day. I find spots to shove them out the way. I wish people wouldn't do this. Exactly. People nowadays just do whatever. We'll see what else we got. What's an underrated sexual experience that you think more people should try? Sleeping after sex. Somebody said play fighting leading into face sitting. Okay. If you're older, making out over and under clothes, rubbing and grinding, sex becomes this rush thing when you get older. Every once in a while, spending that little extra time to get that build up and tease each other. That's just so hot. Went for a walk with an ex and we sat down in a nice field by a creek at around nine. When she realized nobody was around, she told me to lay back and not say anything, look up at the stars. I did just that. A few moments later, she pulled my shorts down and proceeded to give me an incredibly slow, sensual BJ for nearly half an hour, purposely edging me and repeatedly not letting me go until she wanted me. A few weeks later, we did another walk and I returned the favor for her. Some of my favorite experiences of all time. So for my money, have your partner lay back, relax, and look up at the stars while you do all the work. That'd be nice with the bugs. It's the bugs for me. It is the bugs for me. Um, using toys. I'm not into that. But you guys have a lot of ideas. Get in a really decent hug from someone who loves you and have yet to experience it, but I've heard it's insane. Let me know your experiences. Hugs are great. I love a good hug. I actually love when my husband rubs my back. I love his rough hands. I need I need my man's hands to be like I want I want my man's hands to look like they can punch through a wall with no problem. Like dr- look like he just been pulling drywall. I want his fingers to be so tough that if he wanted to untwist a screw without a glove, like that kind of roughness of a hand. I love a nice rough hand. Um, you guys are pretty horny tonight in these reddits. What did you see in the hospital waiting room? Cat walked in once, shamelessly caught everybody's attention, maybe due to how long we were kept waiting, but a few of us jumped at the chance to grab the cat's attention. I was sitting in the ER waiting and this young couple walks in, the man pushing his girlfriend in a wheelchair. She's barely conscious, slumped over and pale. As the boyfriend is checking her in, she wakes up 
and exorcist-style projectile vomits onto the floor. Nurses rush her back. The boyfriend just sits down, and, and then not a minute passes before out of nowhere, he does the same. Everyone waiting slap mask <laughs> real quick once that happened. Man. I saw a very pregnant woman walk herself into the waiting room, unable to talk because she was shot in the head. One of the worst things I've ever witnessed. Dang. Dang. I worked at ER where a guy put out a knife in the waiting room and started stabbing himself. When security got to him, they found that the knife had a had a dulled, rounded tip. My doctor hired her son to be a receptionist. He announced a woman's STDs test in a lobby. <laughs> he didn't. Needless to say, he didn't work there long. Why should a guy fake passing out so he didn't have to wait? Since there were a lot of people waiting, the a-ho winked at me as he was well back on a gurney. <laughs> a doctor going from patient to patient, asking them health questions, symptoms, and so on. She did this for an hour until there was a cold white announcement. Orderlies and two security guards surrounded her and hauled her off. She was not a doctor at all. That's crazy. I once saw a guy cut himself with a piece of broken glass to be seen sooner by the nurses. Listen, the waiting room can get a little crazy, so I'm not shocked by any of these stories. As long as you wait in there, sometimes you start feeling that way. But let's get into these story times, y'all. We're all adults. What's up with the Bermuda Triangle? Does, do we know? Do we know? Gas. Short answer. Long answer volcanic gas underwater volcanic gas to be more specific so back when the earth was first forming there were these volcanoes under the water that pretty much just spat out space stuff from the creation of earth and from the space stuff that the volcanoes are spitting out came like the first organisms of life that would evolve to go on land or whatever this was still pangea times and then all of a sudden pangea wasn't a thing anymore and so all the tectonic plates moving around pretty much shuffled everything on the ocean floor a lot of these underwater volcanoes were affected morphed moved or destroyed what have you except for the ones in the bermuda triangle it's just pure coincidence that they weren't affected as much as the others but that space stuff that they're spitting out like even as we are speaking right now as you're watching this video it's still spitting out space stuff it's gas so it goes into the water yes but it continues to rise above the surface affecting the air above the strip of the bermuda triangle so for the longest time we could not figure out why planes were going down or missing or just being affected by flying over the bermuda triangle and the answer is because we could not see the remnants of this volcanic gas in the air above the ocean. This is still relatively new knowledge. Uh, it took us a very long time to piece this together. So, mystery solved. Underwater volcanic gas. Listen, sounds good. I know that like, even flying somewhere, I don't wanna fly over the Bermuda Hot Triangle. My husband thinks it's crazy, but I'm just not taking any chances. I remember a while ago, this girl asked the internet, 
What is math? Like, did we just- The premise of this video is this creator summarizes an instance where a girl got on TikTok and basically asked, what is math? Where did it come from? How do we know it actually exists? Da, da, da. And everybody on TikTok, everybody on Twitter cooked her. I mean, broiled her at 500 degrees Fahrenheit, okay? And- it wasn't until a bunch of like physicists and astrophysicists jumped in and were like, you know what, this is actually a really great question. And so this creator says the way that she judges whether or not people are intelligent is if they ask questions. Another creator stitched this creator's video and said that they were a philosophy major and Gemini, so they're always asking questions like this and how you should be programmed to also question everything um, and not accept things for how they are. And this reminds me a lot of the monkey ladder experiment where four monkeys are lined up and there's a ladder in front of them and atop the ladder are a bunch of bananas hanging from above. When the first monkey goes up to try to climb the ladder to get the bananas, the three other monkeys are sprayed with freezing cold water. So what do the monkeys do? Out of rage, they attack this monkey that's trying to go get the bananas and the, that monkey falls back in line. Then the second monkey is like, okay, let me try. Goes to try to get the bananas. The monkeys are sprayed with freezing cold water they attack this monkey that monkey falls back in line so at this point these monkeys know nobody's going up there to try to go get those bananas so one of the four monkeys is kicked out and a new monkey comes in this new monkey has never once been sprayed with cold water so when that monkey of course goes and tries to climb the ladder to get the bananas all these other three monkeys are like absolutely not they beat him up and that monkey falls back in line they keep kicking monkeys out until finally it's four new monkeys okay and when one of them tries to go and you know, grab the bananas, all the other monkeys, these monkeys who have never been sprayed with water and have no idea that this consequence is even coming, start beating them up, beating up this new monkey because they know when I tried to do it, I got beat up. And this experiment really just goes to show how society and institutions will brainwash you and indoctrinate you from birth into believing that things are just the way they are so much so that you don't even question you've never seen the consequence you have no idea what could even really actually happen to you you have no idea what the implications are of um, trying to even conceive something new and you will get punished so when people really ask things like why does inflation exist why can't everyone just have health care why um what else? Why do we have to work nine to five? Why do, Why are there five day work weeks? Why can't it just be four? These are not obvious questions. We have just been indoctrinated since literal birth to believe that this is normal and doing anything otherwise, including questioning it, will get you punished and beat the fuck up literally or metaphorically. And so that's why you can't really just assume anything to just be fact. Okay. This is like, post-structuralism 101 right there is no universal truth there's only what you've been told and what's been regurgitated to you since the beginning of time so all of that to say you know adopt you may not have any gemini in your chart you may not be a philosophy major you may not even be like the most academic person but that doesn't mean that you should just accept things as they come as they're as they're fed to you question things question people even if it's authority these motherfuckers that are higher up than us in the government or in your institutions they don't really know that much more than you do honestly like 
question things until you actually get an answer that suffices you know as long as you know you're not intending to harm anybody or harm yourself question things until you get an answer that makes sense and you'll find more often than not that a lot of this shit just doesn't make sense it's just been the status quo for that long question everything i'm not religious man i believe in god but one of the stories out of the bible one of the most famous stories is what it's adam and eve mm. what did he bite she bit the apple. Look at the logo on your fucking phones. It's a big apple. That's crazy. You know what I said on the rhyme? I said, two hands holding your phone. It's like you pray to it. Yeah. Think about it. Like that's what you're, and you're actually doing. You're actually sitting there and praying to this device. It's a cell phone, baby. It's, it's, a, it's a cell phone for a reason. You're prisoner to the phone. You're in the cell. I'm, on the I'm still on the Blackberry, dog. What? Yeah, nigga, you think I'm playing with you? Yeah. Hell no. So how do you right there? What is that? I don't even know what that is. Is that a blackberry? Watch out, I'm going to be on the flip phone next year. Damn. But you know what that allows me to do? It allows me to stay focused, and it doesn't, it doesn't allow the noise to come. Your phone, baby, it's, it's, it's a cell phone for a reason. You're prisoner to the phone. You're in the cell. I'm, on the I'm still on the blackberry, dog. What? Yeah, nigga, you think I'm playing with you? Yeah. Hell no. So how do you right there? What is that? Is that a blackberry? Watch out, I'm going to be on the flip phone next year. But you know what that allows me to do? It allows me to stay focused. I don't know why that repeated, but something to, I mean, it's not something to think about. We all kinda we all kinda know that we all know this game, and if you don't know this game, then you are a part of the experiment. This truly blows my mind. I do not know how people can say baking is a science and then companies like Betty Crocker can do something like this. I use white cake mix in one of my recipes and um, so because of that, I keep a lot of it on hand. And so this box on the right is um, an older box and I'm gonna zoom in in a second. And the box on the left is a newer box that I just had picked up. They look different and I was like, oh, Betty Crocker redid their branding or whatever. And then I was like, wait, no, something feels weird because they felt like different weights. I was using these two in a recipe and they felt different. It might be kind of hard to see because of how TikTok is, but the new cake mix is 14.25 ounces or 403 grams. And the original recipe was 16.25 ounces or 460 grams. So that's an almost 60 gram difference, which if you are a baker, you know is absolutely huge, but that's not even the craziest part. So really and truly the craziest part is that they did not reduce the liquid, the fat, or the egg amount. They just reduced the dry ingredients. So the new one is over here and it has one cup of water, half a cup of oil, three eggs. The old one is over here and it has one cup of water, half a cup of oil, and three eggs, which is insane and is absolutely 100% going to change the texture of these box cake mixes. I suspect that what Betty Crocker did is, because you know they tested this before they rolled it out, I suspect what they did is, is that they slowly reduced the amount of dry ingredients and they reduced it as much as they could without having to having to change the white ingredients and the egg amount because they didn't really want people to pick up on the fact that they changed the amount of um, cake mix in the box and so they were like how much can we reduce it without people like noticing because if you change the amount of eggs or the oil or the water and you're someone who use cake mixes uses cake mixes a lot you're going to notice right off the bat um but this absolutely is going to change the texture of the cakes that you're baking. So if you're someone who uses boxed cake mixes like all the time, I would be really interested to hear if you've noticed a difference in um, your cakes. What I'm probably going to have to do, and luckily I only use two boxed cake mixes in my business, but what I'm probably going to have to do is I'm probably going to have to open a second box of cake mix and take 60 grams out of the dry ingredients out and put it in to like make one whole box cake mix or figure out how to properly reduce the amount of oil, water, and egg. Um, 
to compensate for the smaller amount because this is just it's it seems unacceptable and like unethical but it's just mostly crazy i just i get it i get inflation and the economy and i get all of that but I just feel like when you're one of the biggest cake mix producers, you like owe it to your clientele to to do a little bit better than this. What the heck? Y'all really playing with the cake mix? Y'all know I was on a brownie kick, and now this. Yeah, let me find out that my cakes are about to taste different. Hey TikTok. Okay, so many of you know I work part time. I'm a floater at a hospital. So this weekend, I had to work the night shift in the ER. So one thing about me, whether it's my full-time job or a part-time job, I'm always going to get there 30 minutes early because I'm the type of person that I need to get myself acclimated to the atmosphere. I can't just go from my car to a time clock to a desk and start helping people, right? So when I get to the hospital, I go into the break room and I see the young lady I usually work with. So we're chatting and she proceeds to tell me that there's a new supervisor. I said, oh, okay, great. So as we're talking, the supervisor comes in and she immediately looks at her watch and she looks at my coworker. She goes, I see you here early again. So my coworker was like, right, we talked about this. So my coworker immediately gets up and go, I'll see you on the floor. I said, oh, okay, I'll see you on the floor. So I'm digging in my purse. And so this particular supervisor looks at me and she goes, are you Samantha? I said, yeah. She she tells me who she is. I said, oh, okay, nice to meet you. She was like, well, I'm going to tell you like I told that one. You know, don't think because you get here early that you can clock in. I was like, right, completely understood. I clock in when I'm scheduled to. She was like, oh, okay, I'm just letting you know because you know how we do. Now, I don't know who we is, but I just get up and I said, okay, have a good night. And I head on to the front. So I get to the desk, me and my supervisor, me and my coworker were chopping it up because it's not really busy in the ER. I didn't know what was going on. I don't know what was, wasn't a lot of people coming through. So we're sitting there chopping it up. So I dig in my purse and get a cough drop. I put the cough drop in my mouth and out of nowhere, here comes the supervisor. I know y'all ain't up here eating. And so I look at her, I said, no, it's a cough drop. She goes, oh, okay, I was going to say, you know how we do. <laughs> but, so now my spidey senses is tingling. They just tingling. So I look at my coworker. She was like, girl. So as the night progresses, my coworker goes on break. She comes back. When she comes back, I get up to go on break. And I grab my phone. Again, out of nowhere, here's the supervisor. Uh, you know you can only use your phone on break, right? I said, correct. That's why I'm headed to break. She just came from break. I'm going to break. So as I turn to walk away to go into the break room, my the supervisor is behind me. She was like, oh, okay, I was just going to say, because I just want to make sure we all on the same page, because you know how we do. So I then turn around. I said, I'm sorry. Um, who is we? I said, I'm, I'm kind of confused. Who is we? She said, what do you mean? I said, you keep talking about, you know how we do. Who is we? She was like, you know, black folks. Now, mind you, she's a black woman. I said, black folks. She was like, yeah, you know how we do. I said, no, I don't know how we do. I'm, this conversation is, has me totally confused. 
She was like, girl, you know how Negroes do when they have a black supervisor, they try to take advantage. I said, I'm sorry, did you just say Negroes? She was like, girl, you know what I mean. I said, can we chat for a minute? She was like, sure, come into my office. Girl, your office is a QB. I said, oh, okay. So she was like, have a seat. I said, listen, let me be clear. I said, I'm not sure why you feel it's okay for you to say certain things to me. I don't know if you think it's okay because I look like you. But it's not okay. I'm not your friend. I'm not your homegirl. I'm not your cousin. I'm your employee. And what I find offensive is that you feel that you can say certain things to me like it's okay just because we got the same skin tone. It's not. It's unprofessional. It's unprovoked. It's uncalled for and it's unnecessary. I said, so I'm going to ask you, please do not speak to me like you know me. Please do not speak to me like we're friends. You're my employer. You're not my friend. I said, as long as you can understand that, then we're good. I said, again, I don't know who we are, but we is not me. So then she looks at me, kind of rolls her eyes at me, and then she goes, oh, I understand who I'm dealing with. Don't worry about it. I apologize. It'll never happen again. I look at her. I said, okay, great. Thank you. Have a great night. What in the world? Girl, no, absolutely not. The same way I'm not going to let Michael talk to me is the same way I'm not going to let you talk to me. I don't care who you are, what your skin tone is, what you look like, what you don't look like. You're not going to just say whatever you think you can say to me. Regardless of the reason you're doing it, oh, absolutely not. You are my employer. You are not my friend. Because I guarantee you, if I did that to you, I'd be somewhere in someone's office with a write-up. Absolutely not. Ciao, bye. A mess. You can't win for losing sometimes when you black. I ain't gonna lie. Because sometimes it be your own people. That's what I'm saying. It don't matter. It's just this, this life, this life we live, this privileged life. of. And, I, and when I say privileged, like, we not, we got our pick of jobs. We can move around. We can do this. We can do that. But it's either your own people hating on you or some other people hating on you. Like, you can't just be. And it's the expectations for me. But you know what? We're blessed, chosen people. That's what I say. Let's go to the next one. Honestly, the club is in its flop era. It's not giving hot. I remember I went to go get my nails done and the nail tech was about 25 years old. And we were talking about clubbing and I was explaining to her that I literally have not been in the club since 2018. Just because I got pregnant um, at the end of 2018, 2019. I had my daughter, COVID, and here we are today. So I was asking her, I'm like, so what's happening in the club? Like, not that I care to go, but I'm like, is it fun? Like, how's the music? Because like everything just seems so fast. Like, is there a vibe? And she had explained to me that the club is just not whatever I thought the club still was. Basically... No one, no one dresses up anymore. 
ladies are in running shoes and listen wear what you want to wear which is fine but that was a part of it like dressing up to the nines like again older millennial part of my clubbing days was the business casual outfits she's like a lot of the girls are in running shoes everyone looks the same um no one is dancing you absolutely need to have a bottle or people are gonna look at you like you're weird you need to be in a section with your bottle but you can't really be dancing then everyone is filming everybody so even if you want to let loose and have fun people are gonna film it you don't know where it's gonna go i was like so hold on a second there's no more people like dancing dancing like there's no more little choreo that you would do to dances or whatever songs like there's no more sweating out whatever hairstyle you used to have because like the party would just be that lit like i remember in some clubs and also basement jams like the walls would be sweating like that's that's how serious it was even to the point where like if a dude would come up behind you and be dancing with you like you would ask your friends to be like is he cute does he look good or sometimes if the wine is that serious like your friends would be like holding on to you while you're doing your thing and his boys would be holding him up like it was a time it was a time i'm so basically she's just like no there's none of that there's none and i was like I'm sorry, Gen Z. Club is dead, y'all. Y'all heard it here first. I can't even imagine. I'm so glad I grew up in the era of not, not having cell phones and going viral for this and that. You know, I'm coming up on my one-year anniversary from retiring. <laughs> and if I had any words of wisdom um, of what I learned over this last year after retiring is that um, if you have to work a nine to five, I worked a nine to five for 35 years. If you have to work a nine to five, um, it's not real. It's not real life. All that corporate, you know, talk and goals and blah, blah, blah. It's not real. What's real is what you can attain after you have to work that nine to five. So I say to you, if you're not an entrepreneur, because everybody can't be one, that you spend all of your time and effort into attaining what you need to attain so that you can get on the other side of the corporate job and get to real life because real life is not um what you think it is trust and believe and i was in upper management so i'm here to tell you that none of it matters at the end of the day none of none of it none of it matters what matters is how you're going to live the rest of your life after you have to do what you have to do. Get to that point, and then you can experience real life. Amen. I'm trying to get there. Like, how is it not even in the news? It's not even in the news that 4.3 million customers of a fucking mortgage company haven't been able to make payments for a fucking week, and it's not even in the news. Because Mr. Cooper, by the way, who holds my mortgage, the only reason I know about this is because I use Mr. Cooper. I didn't pick Mr. Cooper because like anyone who gets a fucking mortgage in America, you choose the people who you want to finance your fucking house through, right? You pick them. They say, we're going to be here the whole time. And then you close on your house and then they sell your fucking information and your goddamn mortgage to some unknown company like Mr. Cooper, formerly known as Nation Star. So Mr. Cooper here, this fucking company, who by the way, not a real person,
Mr. Cooper was a name they picked because they didn't want to be known as something like Nation Star. Because that feels like a soulless fucking mortgage company. They got hacked. Okay? Mr. Cooper had a cyber attack. And on October 31st, they locked down all of their shit. I only discovered this on November 3rd because I was like, oh shit, I gotta go pay my mortgage. Let me log into the app and I'll push the button. I'll push the button to have my money taken out because I don't have automatic payments set up. You know why? Because I've been poor, fucker. I don't do automatic payments. Unless that's the only way to do it, I don't do automatic payments because I've had automatic payments come out and then not notice them and now I have negative money somehow. How the fuck is that possible? I don't know. I'm not a bank. Anyway, Mr. Cooper locked down their shit because they were like, oh, we're being, we're being cyber attacked. And everyone's like, is it a ransomware attack? And they're like, we're not telling you. Was customer information involved? We're not telling you. We're working on it. And only the people, only the people who were affected by this directly are ever going to fucking know. That's what Mr. Cooper keeps saying. And it looks like they're doing a pretty good job making sure nobody fucking knows about it. Because when I go to news.google and I type Mr. Cooper in, all I'm getting in here is about like five fucking, five local news stories about it. Not CNN, not CNBC, not MSNBC, not Fox News, not fucking Bloomberg. I'm on here and I get Scripps News and Care11.com. That's what I'm getting. That's what I'm getting on this. Four million fucking customers have not been paying their mortgage for a fucking week to the third largest loan servicer in the fucking country, many of whom never picked this fucking company. And nobody's fucking talking about it. Nobody. Listen, I love that guy because he got the kind of energy I have, but check on y'all banks. Keep checking them banks and mortgage y'all because it's getting real out here, y'all. Pay these mortgages so you can be harassed like I am with these Karens and Kens. Y'all stay up. Stay blessed and keep praying, y'all. Pray for me. Y'all stay good.